If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, welcome back to Mind Pump. This is a special episode today. We're going to do an interview uh, with one of our good friends. Our old boy, Craig. Craig Caperso. Uh, which, who's by the way, is fucking massive. You, yeah, you just keeps growing. I think he every grew time, dude, since last every time I, I see you, you no, no, he definitely beard. is. It's just yeah. the beard. It's the beard. His beard game. Beard game is strong. Right you know what? You know yeah. what I like about that? That he makes Adam look smaller. <laughs> Usually, Adam looks massive. But you don't look massive now. Must it's true. <laughs> so, so for those of you that don't know, um, Craig's an IFBB Pro Physique competitor. He won the Bodybuilding.com Body Space Spokesmodel Contest back in 2012. Um, this is a cool fact. I like this. Is actually the thing about you I like the most, Craig. Uh, you, he used to trade on Wall Street. You guys knew that, right? Of course. Yeah. He used to trade on Wall Street. He's a, he's a pretty smart guy. Co-founder of Fire and Ice Fitness, Macrojack Nutrition Company, and he recently started a company called Metron um, that basically helps online fitness coaches. Yeah. Right? Um, co-founder. I'll give uh, my CEO his, his debut. He kind of brought me here. I came from New York City to California to uh, pursue this opportunity, but uh, Metron. It's pretty much bringing power, uh, you know, big data and predictive analysis back to the coaches or giving it to them because they didn't have it before. So it's allowing them to basically take their training methodologies and then put it into a a program, a software program that's going to allow them to basically create a bunch of if statements for their clients, kind of like they would do when they come across those uh, variables when they're training. So it's basically allowing software to help their uh, online training so they get a chance to reduce their rates by seeing more people. You know, ultimately, it's a win-win for all because their time is now reduced having software helping them. And then the clients that they can use are getting a much personalized experience because now you're using analysis and metrics that software provides when you track. So it's a, nice. it's a win-win. So in other words, if, if you're a fitness professional and you want to build an online business... Uh, this is this is a place they can go. It's like the turnkey system, right? Let, let me tell you how badass this is because this is kind of in, in my wheelhouse of what I'm doing right now. And, and I remember the first time that he brought me over and uh, how fascinated I, I was by this because I, I've, we've talked a little bit about this before, um, the direction that we, I think fitness and personal training is going. Um, the, the days of one-on-one private training, I think, are, are starting to diminish. There's so much uh, great tools out there and information that is accessible now by the internet, by our smartphones. And so I really feel like coaching and training and, and, and teaching people is getting to the point where it's it, it's going to be more virtual than anything else because we can pretty much almost do everything virtually with that one-on-one, almost. Mm-hmm. And right. what, this, what this business has done has taken... Someone like me who does that. So I coach people. If you don't, if you guys don't know that, I coach people virtually online. And you know, one of the things that uh, where I get handcuffed is I can only take so many people. You know, can, if I'm going to give good service, I can only, you know, realistically between about 15 and 20 clients a month um, is about all I can help out at a time. And then other than that, you start to get overwhelming, and you kind of give a disservice. Right, so right. I've learned to keep it kind of small like that. But if I was going to, if I wanted to make a lot of money doing it, I'd have to find a way to be able. To, and this well, is like, I mean, you could literally do 10, 15 times more the amount of people with as efficient. And and then you have this company that's backing you up that is they're uh, they're vested in your, your success too. So they're helping out, you know, set up everything for you, set the table for you. Like literally it makes my, my job like well, mindless. What, what, was, awesome. what was shocking to me is that this, nothing like this really already existed because yeah. you've got this crazy medium called the internet, right? And fitness seems to be like the last people to really adopt it in a, in a, um, in a revolutionary way. 
Um, and I think this is kind of the direction. Well, the, my biggest fear when I saw it was uh, that it was so smart. It's so badass that it's going to take gonna a while. It's going to go over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, it's going to go over a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people really need, uh, should take the time to look into it and stuff like that and be patient with it because it is something that it's the future. Whether they're ready for it right now or they're, it's going to mm-hmm. be ready for them in the next year, two, three years when everybody starts to get on board. But right now it's like, you you got it. You got to be patient with it and figure it out because it's it's the future. It's yeah, the future a lot of, of, a lot of planning. Like I, I know we talk a lot about like how you need to look at your business and and what you need to do and what steps you need to take to be successful. And I think that planning for the future and how trends are changing and everything, you really need to do your research and see uh, you know what's out there and what's available as far as tools go. And so. You know. Anyway, enough of us talking well, about. It. I think yeah. Craig should kind of well, jump in. Yeah. And, how do how do people get more information, Craig? What's what would be the site that their people would go to? Or oh, well, I thank you all for the plugs. It's very kind. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're We've done. all seen it, so we're, we're stoked on it. We're done with the hand jobs. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, I actually was. I thought Sal gave you a really shitty intro, to be honest with you. Because those of you that are listening that actually don't know who Craig is, Craig's a little bit cooler than what Sal made him sound like. Yeah, he's been on Wall Street. Yeah, he's a very smart guy. Yeah, he's the IFBB pro and he's done some cool. This guy's on covers of fucking magazines. He's been on covers of fucking books. Like, and not only that, but he's represented by a company, bodybuilding.com, which is one of the most reputable companies in the fitness industry. Been with them for a very long time. He's got a great story about that, which hopefully we'll hear about later on. But this guy's a, a fucking badass. And not only that, he's written all kinds of programs that are online that you guys can purchase. And if you guys have ever seen this guy, he's a monster. So we went from hand jobs to blowjobs. <laughs> well, <with that>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 ready to that, bend that over. Escalated I mean, he, he's, a, he's a buddy of mine. So maybe Real I'll, friendly around here. Yeah, he's a, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a buddy of mine. So I think I have, I'm a, I'm a little biased to some of that, but I also We're know. We're trying little, to warm him up. I know, know a little more about him. And, hey, if, you've, if you're tuning into us, some of these people are tuning into us because they either know one of us or they've been listening, you know, somewhere across the country. Maybe they don't know who he is. And um, just, we wouldn't, first of all, we wouldn't bring him on this show if we didn't think he was a badass. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, this, is, this is our official first guest that we've actually allowed to come on this show yeah. with us. I mean, we, there's no need. We don't need any. More, we don't need anybody else on this show. No. But because how much respect we have for this man, that's the reason why yeah. you're here. So now that I'm done giving him his blowjob, go ahead, Craig. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Well, the uh, website you can go to is Metron M E T R O N dot I O. Um, so just go to there. You'll have more information for you. But pretty much like they said, it's a predictive, um, you know, system for coaches to help their current client load and certainly scale their business if they want to move forward in that end of it. But from the user perspective, it's not just all about the coaches. There's there's a hell of a lot of tools that are there you can track online. There's going to be cues where I'm on the user side. I'm, I'm part of the engineering effort and uh, obviously I'm a user and a coach. So, you know, you can obviously know that, that I'm going to make changes that are going to benefit all of us. So it is the future of fitness. If you don't know, you will soon enough. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Now, I, I want to get into something uh, now that we talked about that already. This this is something fascinating. A lot of I don't think most of our listeners, if not all of them, don't know this. But when we first started Mind Pump, um, we had another host. See, right now you right now you guys are you guys are listening to me, Adam and Justin. But when we first recorded, we actually recorded something like what four or five shows, the original ones. Yeah. That I still have pictures, by the way. Oh, excuse me, fifteen shows. We did. We did fifteen shows. That we've never released, and we had another co-host, <laughs> Mr. Craig Caperso. And it's still as hard as to get a fucking word in just now. Anyway, <laughs> this show, um, I'll, I'll just explain what was going on. So we, Adam is kind of the ringleader in this. I think you guys brought it up on a previous show where he kind of he had the moving parts, and I was one of his connections. And you know, by my our tranches, pretty much put us all in, in line. So we we kind of met at his house, and we just all kicked it off. It was like we knew each other for years. So. 
Um, it was really good camaraderie when we got on the radio and then we got to talking and it turned into a locker room for a little bit. And uh, being <laughs> that they gave me such a warm intro that, you know, that comes with some rules. So as a sponsored athlete and spokesmodel for a few very reputable companies, as well as the effort that I'm doing on the uh, Metron company and meeting VCs and other business professionals, I felt it was in my best interest to pretty much um, take a back seat or a pause anyway, as uh, the show, as if you have been listening, is is the raw nitty gritty truth. And as much as I'd love to get in there and just spit it with these guys, um, there's certain times when, you know, my contract will bar me from saying anything. So instead of, you know, running the gray line, I kind of chose the high road. But well, um, it's all good because, you know, I'm here today. Um, it's not going to be the last time you'll see me. And, and uh, we'll see what happens with my sponsors after, you know, as we as we progress and where the show goes. But I mean, again, these guys are spitting really good en- uh, information for you guys. You know, I listen all the time and I actually <laughs> I learn new things from these guys all the time. As much as I'm a professional and been in the industry for years, you know, there's certain little things that you, you just might pick up. You don't know everything. And for the people that um, think they do, you're wrong, man. Well, let me let me ask you something, Craig. When we first started this, I don't know if any of us had this, but this idea, but did you have any concept or idea that it would grow as fast as it did? Because we're now, what, six weeks into this? Maybe six, no, we're, we're at six, we're five. We're at five, five and a half, six yeah, weeks. Yeah. And our downloads are blowing up. We're uh, approaching 50,000. Right we're now. approaching total, 50,000 total. We're hitting, on a lot of days, over 3,000 downloads a day, which apparently is good, but they keep growing. Did you have, I mean, did you even, did you think like, oh shit, that it would happen like this? Did you have an idea of that? or was Yes it and no, because if, it, if I just thought it was going to be a small, uh, you know, show in the corner where no one's listening, I could care less what the sponsors heard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just thought the dynamic of the group was going to gonna go somewhere and obviously it did. So congrats and kudos to you guys. Yeah, I don't think any, I mean, I, I had no idea what, what would happen, but I mean. I and, did. But any spot, like, yeah, of course you do. I did. You think you? <laughs> so I right, that, I did for sure. I saw I saw where we were going. These, I mean, uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing these knuckleheads for quite a while, and you know, it's, it's a lot of talent. It's not this often you get uh, this this uh, this type of talent in the same room and uh, very similar mindsets yet different backgrounds. Yeah. So it, it makes great, I think, for radio, television, whatever, because none of us are gonna, uh, even though we spent a few minutes jerking uh, Craig off over here. <laughs> None of us are going to always agree with each other, and I think that's great. I think that's what you don't get a lot of time. You get a lot of these companies that, um, or people that are sponsored, and they have to kind of say what uh, what uh, they're representing for the company, and it's not always maybe a hundred percent what they think or what they agree yeah. with. Where with us, you guys, we've promised you since day one that we'd give you raw. We, we have burned already. <laughs> oh yeah, Six and weeks, I, and how many bridges? Part of that too. I want you guys to know the fact that we have Craig on here today. I promise you, I will make him squirm in his chair at least one time today because he doesn't. <laughs> we're going to talk about something he's he's going to get nervous about. So. I I mean, it would be no fun if we brought him on here it. and we don't make him squirm a little Listen, bit. Listen, so. the problem here is... I, <laughs> Listen. So I think the only problem here is I was supposed to be the one who was in the beginning of this whole thing. The, the, uh, the You're like the sens- regulator. The most censored. Yeah. It was actually right. Justin, I think, was going to censor us. I was trying to, but I couldn't, man. <laughs> yeah. But the problem was I kind of just got a microphone in front of me and I just wouldn't stop. So, I mean, that's kind of how I'm off the show. I kind of... Re- <laughs> I yeah, Craig, Craig ha- is famous for his rants. By the way, I, I don't know. Maybe we can get him on one of those. Oh, later. we will. We'll, we'll we'll no, no, no. We'll, we'll keep him for blackmail. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. We got to release those those unreleasable episodes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah it's uh, we've burned a lot of bridges, definitely, and I think we're so freaking raw. I, it would be it's gonna be tough for us to find anybody who's gonna want to run a commercial yeah. on our show. I think. What did you say? We're gonna have like Trojan. 
yeah. like Budweiser. Yeah, KY Jelly. Yeah. Companies like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hitachi Blum. So I guess we could share that with you. So we were, we were talking pussy. the other day. This was only like, like two days ago. We were talking and it, uh, we were all out. Uh, we went to a comedy show, uh, all of us guys. And uh, What was the guy's name? Amir Azizi? Or Aziz Ansari. Ansari. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. way off. Last though. time I bring you, bro. <laughs> I don't even know who he's seeing and stuff. Yeah, so we were there and we're, these guys were talking about uh, sponsorships and, and uh, possible companies that take us on and we're talking about how we have a lot of respect for their, uh, NASM, the National Academy of Sports Medicine and they're like, yeah, that'd be great if we get NASM. I'm like, are you guys fucking retarded, dude? Like, <laughs> these guys, these guys, are not, they're not going to want to have anything to do with us. We're not going to get companies like that. We're going to get co- companies like Trojan, KY Jelly, Budweiser. I don't know. Uh, uh, edgy, yeah, it, <laughs> edgy companies. Kirkland flushable wipes. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh no. There you go. Yeah, Johnson Johnson. You guys talked about great the idea. squirrel in the tank. Did you hear yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard that? I heard that first episode. I just heard the second one online. Maybe, but. yeah. Maybe one day we will let you guys see the first one. I have to say was the first one with Craig when we it talked. Was probably about, off the rail. That was the completely. most raw thing that we've ever recorded. So maybe one day, <laughs> all three get, of us looked at <laughs> looked at Adam and go. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe when we get to a point where we can afford Is that to- where you were showing us how you use the, the wipes? Give <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> you a demonstration here. So I, I want to ask Craig since we got him here tonight. It's actually been a couple of weeks since I hung out with this guy and talked to him. Do you have any uh do you have any plans to compete? Do you have any plans to compete at all? I will step on stage at least once this year. Oh um, shit, this year. Just because oh. just because <laughs> there's no real reason besides, you know, maybe some marketing and just something I want to do for myself. Yeah, um, you've been there. You've done I, it. I, I took a 2014 off. Um I did not compete one time. I was a little jaded by competing seven times in uh 2013 and just missing the Olympia by a spot. But um besides that, I just was super busy, right? I, uh, you know, started a few companies last year. I moved across country, just a lot of priorities in my place. And then people don't realize, you know, as competitors, they're really chasing, they're chasing, they're chasing something. They're chasing this myth of this body that they want to attain, or they're chasing the goal of, um, you know, fitness, stardom, etc. But I was chasing, uh, you know, my life at that point. There was no fitness involved with it. It was just, you know, you know, basically do what my sponsors were asking me to do. It wasn't I was trying to do the minimal thing. I got married last year. I forgot to say that. So there was a lot going on where life took priority and I was able to actually, you know, live, uh, live comfortably with without the stage. And it's a crazy concept because people are like, well, what are you going to do? Well, (laughs) I had a lot of things to do. I'm I'm more busy than anyone (laughs) I think I know. But besides that, it's. The stage is there for you to basically, I always say this to people when, you know, we just had the LA Fit Expo this weekend and I talked to hundreds of people and when they come up, they probably get a different experience they get with me than anyone else because I kind of, I grill them a little bit. So when someone's coming into the fitness world and they're going to go, okay, I want to do this. I want to be on the cover of this magazine. I want to do that. Well, fucking why? What makes you want (laughs) to do that? Have you ever asked the question, what are you chasing and why? You know, it's one of those things where you need to kind of dissect what the it's goal very, is. Very warm, very warm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, ironically, this when he him and I first met, this was a similar conversation we had, which is also why we hit it off and why I liked him so much because he was the first. And I get a lot straight of straight shooter. Well, right? yeah, and well, and the first one too that w- had a very similar vision with it. I, I did not get into uh, competing uh, to become a pro, just to become a pro, or say that you know, oh, I'm an IFBB pro, or I competed in men's physique, blah blah blah, like. Honestly, I can give two shits about that. And I don't want to be disrespectful to the NPC or IPV at all like that. I have a lot of respect for the for the industry and everything like that. But what I mean by that is the whole purpose for me to get involved that was to pretty much just build the credibility. Because unfortunately, until someone sees you do it or take your body to that extreme or that level, 
a lot of people always think that maybe you can't, you know? So being able to see me do that, and that was all for business reasons for everything that we do in the fitness industry. So it was that credibility thing for me and to build this. And Craig, very similar, had that similar vision for the things that he was building, he was doing, and instantly hit that off because I haven't found that in common with anybody else that's a, a competitor. Right. Most competitors do that's exactly- That's what they want to do. They well, yeah, they're, I want to be a competitor because they have this uh, misconception of when all of a sudden you become a pro, the money just starts rolling yeah. in or you become famous and it just happens for you. It's like- Is there more money in physique now than there was two years ago? Has it grown quite a bit since then? Um, yeah, there's more money. I mean, but there's more companies and there's more competitors. I was so going to say, it's the, probably dispersed. It's, so it's harder to... It's, yeah, it's... There's there's some companies out there obviously paying the bills. Um, I wouldn't be working for free, just saying. Um, but at the same point, there's a lot of companies that are just um, asking you for your time and your promotion because social media is so hot right now. Mm-hmm. So they might be going after some of these guys that have a really big reach. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of strategies out there. I'm actually one of them that are strategizing myself, not only on a personal level, but on my business levels, because I need to harness the, you know, social media power mm-hmm. to, you know, get, get, get eyes on your business. And that's but, really what it's going on right now. So I got some good, I got some questions for you that I've, I've talked to you a little bit about this in the past. We've hung out a couple times, but I think this isn't, this is for me, it's fascinating because when I look at physique competitors and I look at what some of them are doing now, and I don't think a lot of them are doing this or I hope not. But you see some of them using things like squeams, uh, you know, trying to present a particular type of, you know, particular you type watch, of. Did you just hear my newsletter this week? <laughs> no, did you just no, hammer no. one? <laughs> yeah. No, I you got did, a, did you really? Buzzwords and bullshit is my, or BS, we're calling it. But buzzwords and BS is a new segment I put in my newsletter. And uh, it was waste training was the article. Oh, nice. Uh, well, I want to hear your opinion on it because we, we've all talked about this before, but I'm, I want to hear, hear what you what Well, you, what you know you what? Be- before we do that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead up to that because uh, there's a video on YouTube somewhere of Craig doing jump squats. With 315 pounds. So he's literally jumping in the fucking air and landing into a squat and doing this for reps. If you wear a squeam, you can't do that shit. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you'll break your ass. There's no way you can do that. Right? So, uh, but yeah, what's your opinion on on, uh, on waist? I like how they call it waist training. That's the problem yeah, right waist there. Training. All right. So look, uh, this show has been notorious for saying, look, we don't care what you do. And I agree with all these guys. We don't care what you do, what you do behind closed doors. But the minute you go public with it or you're hurting someone else or influencing a society by your actions, then, you know, I think we all have a problem with it because, you know, Sal will not let, you know, science pass this table if it's not right. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just him. But at the same point, waist training, it's not training. You're not training your waist to do anything. So, A, let's stop calling it waist training. It's just a really gimmick word, something that's buzzwordy and, uh, you know, trying to get some, you know, hashtags out there. So it's something popular that people are getting behind. But um, waist training is not waist training. If you're training your waist, you're actually physically doing core planks, um, abs, whatever that's training. So let's, let's stop with the bullshit, but you know, don't wear squeams to just make your waist smaller for a show. If you, if you want to wear a squeam or a corset, you know, you might want to do it like back in the old days, they did it for, you know, just for a moment, but they had no thought that it was ever going to morph their waist for the rest of their life. You know, in my opinion, the way they, they were trying to do it. I know there's, you know, it's popular in Mexico, I, I believe is, is young girls. I was speaking to someone about it to wear these corsets and things, but for men to do it, let me, let me just separate the men from the women because women do everything from their hairs to their lips, to their tits, ass, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, they, they morph everything. So I, I'm just going to leave them out of this one. So you guys get a pass. Mind pump. But <laughs> the men, guys, stop. And if you're going to do it, just do it behind closed doors. No one wants to see it. And I certainly don't want you influencing the young, you know, sponge minds of the, the youth to say that it's an okay thing to do. Because in all reality, I mean, I have a probably sitting right now like a 35 inch waist, 33 inches when I'm dialed in and that's at like 4% body fat. So 
you know, I just have a core. And that's from, like Sal said, from doing things of, you know, jump squatting 315 or just being an athlete over the years. Um, I think I've built up a stronger core in that aspect. So I'm not moving anything unless I completely atrophy my midsection. And that would take years for me to do. So I would have to wear a squeam and not train abs for probably a year before I would even, you know, morph my morph anything inside my right. abdomen for a long time. And I'm just not willing to do that. And if you're willing to do that for a trophy, shame on you. Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Let's, let's stop calling them squeams. We're just going to say corset. You're wearing a corset. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be real. Stop, you know, stop giving it names to make it sound better. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're wearing, wearing a, cor- a woman's corset. Yeah. You're wearing a corset, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what about, uh, um, I know you guys wear board shorts on, on stage. Do all competitors train their legs as hard as the rest of their body? Um, or do you guys ever run into guys who just don't? Do all? Or okay, are there people who just who don't really train their legs that much? Oh, yeah. I was told really I was told by judges to not train and just do cardio, but certainly don't do legs because it was going to make my waist thicker too. I've been told wow. that before. Yeah. Wow. So the judges. I've heard by a judge came up to me. Actually, this is funny. At a New York show that I did, I believe it was my first pro show, and I just thought I was like, you know. I thought I was the shit, <laughs> quite frankly. And it was like my See debut. See how he fits right in with all of us? Yeah. <laughs> I, it was my debut, and I, I came in like second to last. I think I was ninth of ten. I don't know what it was. They just smoked me, and they they basically came up to me. So it was, you know when you're good when the judge has to chase you down and actually say something. So um, it was one of those things where they said, you are too big. You have gotten too big for this league. You need to tone it down. And, you know, I took that as just, okay, I'm obviously doing something correct in the gym and, you know, where my body is because there are actually, they actually came up to me to make a statement to me. They could have mm-hmm. just let me pass and just do my own thing. So it was noticing enough that, you know, I did get someone to say something, but obviously to get the placement I want and the uh, kudos inside the, you know, the league that I was competing in. And ultimately the shocker to me at the end of it was, it didn't matter how I wanted to look. It didn't matter who I wanted to be. It matters who's judging you that day and what they think of you. Mm-hmm. And so in all reality, if you do not, you know, conform to the standards of what the judges want. You're gonna be you're gonna be asked. It doesn't out. matter, yeah. So you know, just because you and your boys can talk about how great you look and your mom can tell you how great you look and, and just everything else, it does not matter unless the judges tell you, you know, you look great and you win that day. And for whatever reason you may not even have to look good that day. That's a, it's a case for another story. But at the same point it matters what happens on that stage when you're competing. And that's why I didn't I didn't need a judge or in a league or anything else, you know, last year to tell me what I'm worth. I, you know, live my life and I know what I'm worth at this point. And if I do compete again, it's pretty much, you know, just because I wanted to, I want to see what I can do with my body again. And uh, it would be, I wouldn't, the only problem with me competing and something I've never done is never compete to win. And I think next time I step on stage, I won't be competing to win. I'll just be competing for myself. Well, I was just going to say, you're talking about competing and uh, I know that, you had uh, gone in and done a competition for football recently. How did that? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, how'd yeah. that go for you? I, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious because because th- this is why I liked you and this is why I missed having you here is because these two guys are the most aesthetically yeah. focused guys on yeah. the planet, right? Well, how my just, how's my abs? How's your abs? Oh, no. look at mine. Look at mine. No, no, it just looks that way. Okay, so <laughs> that's the kind of shit I'm dealing with every single I hear every you, single day. So anyway, Craig, you're you're like you're like that hybrid. You know, you you got that 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 prowess that that body to go along with you know the performance of it, and you played football and you had the athleticism recently. So what was which that? is crazy? So, Let, yeah, it's a freak. Right. It's a freak combo. But anyway, d- describe your your. 
your uh, uh, time happenings. with that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I used to play uh, college football. Played for Sacred Heart University, a double one double A school. I was a four year starter as an outside backer. Um, from there, I played four years as um, you know captain of a semi pro team out in Connecticut, and then I pretty much started trading and getting into fitness. And so it just became too much for me to continue the football career. So I kind of put that one down. When it, I'll tell you when I did. I love football and I still do. But when it became more of a job, traveling to, to practices and trying to get to the games mm-hmm. is when I had to say, okay, for the lo- love of the game is fading and when it becomes, you know, a job. And so I give a lot of respect to the professional athletes that are actually making this their career because it is becoming a job at that point And I, you know, I get it. So it'd be nice to just have that to focus on. It would probably be pretty cool. But at the same point, I do get it. And so kudos to you. But with the game, my coach called me up after, I believe, six years of me not playing. I'm 33 years old. And um, this was this was like like within six months ago. This was a month ago. A month ago. <laughs> yeah. A month yeah ago. This was this was right. This was soon. This was now. So yeah, I, was say, I, yeah, was I was training. Recently. I was training, you know, hard anyway. I always do. And I never stop training like an athlete. That's something that I've just continued to keep into my routine. So as much as I was trying to get ready for a stage and, you know, use the aesthetics, if you will, I was also just looking for power and explosiveness always. Mm -hmm. And so I I thought it was a great challenge and something I was going to market much more. I was going to actually do a video series of me getting ready for it. And then when the video series just became too daunting and got in the way of my training i just said i gotta i gotta make priorities i'm gonna be in a football game yeah in a game yeah. I bet and i'm get, not a young spring put, put your head down and <laughs> well, get to work surviving huh? is it's one little. thing if you're doing a photo shoot for bodybuilding.com or these other companies and it's just a photo shoot and that's the end result i'm getting my head right beaten in so i, I was like you gotta I, build your shell yeah. <laughs> shit so uh more of the story is we get down we played in florida i was playing with the bridgeport who the hell was i playing with Bridgeport Ravens. I was the New England Knights, but we were playing with the Bridgeport Ravens. Uh, the team somehow merged, and that's what we were doing. And um, we were playing the North-South Challenge Bowl, which is something we started when uh, I played semi-pro. We won every year, and they keep inviting us back because we just keep crushing it. So the team, I think, this year went all the way to the playoffs, and I think they lost the championship game or something of that nature. But we still got invited down, and it was a ghost squad. My coach called me up and said, look, I'm not inviting the whole team. I'm inviting select players, and I want you there, me and my buddy John. Um John Atala from um, San Jose here. So we were both on the team back when I used to play, and uh, we both looked at each other and said, "All right, let's do this. Let's, let's do this as one last uh, go go at it." And uh, you know, it was a good challenge for me because you know it's one of those things that I tell everyone when training: you got to find those small goals that are going to push you towards your goals. Um, micro goals I do on a daily basis, but you know those things that you're getting ready for help push you in the gym and make your numbers better and give you the motivation and inspiration to yourself to continue to move forward. So more of the story is basically I get down to Florida, we crush this team. Um, so you guys, you guys won. Yeah, we, nice. we smoked them. But was, I mean, let me just hold play? on. Let me just oh. let me. There was no more than twenty players on both sides of the team, so a lot of us had to go both ways. Oh shit! Um, like semi pro, it used to be really good. I think it's gone downhill a little bit now. Um, and these organizations, but we used to have 50, 60 people on the team and there was rotations and everything. Now it's just, I felt like I was like watching some backyard, you know, TV, you know, in uh, the bad news bears or something like that. <laughs> but basically I won the MVP of the game in three quarters and I was, <laughs> nice. I was, I was a little, All right. I, I feel like I didn't deserve it just because it was three quarters, but I only played three quarters because I actually twisted my foot pretty good. And uh, I actually just sitting on an MRI that I can't get read right now. I just can't find a doctor to read it. So I'm thinking I have uh, some torn ligaments in my foot. But, um, you know, it, it was a it was a good victory. But Fahirik, if you will, because obviously <laughs> I'm, I'm banged up right now yeah. and I can't. Is this around. is this game on YouTube or something? Can I you just, watch it? I just yeah. heard about this uh, tape that they have. So I'm working on it. 
Nice. Awesome. I'll be checking that out. Yeah, that's sure. a, that's that's brutal. Football's fucking brutal. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, it is. I remember. Yeah, too. Like they're talking about doing an alumni game, and I all I could see is everybody getting <laughs> you know ligaments torn and arms falling off and all kinds of madness happening. Well, just well, I would hope it wasn't because of my old age. I think yeah. I, I really think it was me. Just you know, well, you're still training. Yeah, you're still training though. I, I mean, I like let's talk things. about like everybody else. Yeah. Like the yeah, yeah. 80, 90 percent, everybody else coming back. Yeah. Bad, bad idea, guys. Don't 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 come back and play football unless you're still training like a badass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, um, I, I'm gonna circle back over to competing because I, I don't get a chance to talk to somebody that has to see these. Like Justin is. This is why I liked having you here because we can we can relate here because these fuckers don't ever want to talk about the men's physique and the IFBB stuff. That's just like wah wah wah. They're just you know fall asleep on me over here. Talk about so. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious to uh, if you do compete. Do you one? Do you have a a specific show that you're thinking you're targeting? Will you be on the East Coast, the West Coast? Have you thought about these things? Uh, talk to me a little what bit. What color will your board shorts be? No, I don't care that much. Oh, okay. about that. Yeah, but I am cu- I, 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 I am curious in. about if he has actually. <laughs> okay. I know he's a tanner. He bringing in. He doesn't really care about placing, right. and it's more going to be for him and stuff like that. But have you thought about where you're going to go? In all in all reality, I've never competed on the West Coast. However, I have been seen by a West Coast judge, um, and got my worst placing, 14th in the Pittsburgh Pro Show uh, 2013 and then uh, the very next week I get fourth place in uh, the New York Pro so um, you know just goes to show that you know different strokes for different folks if you know what I mean yeah yeah Um, you know maybe certain people like the look that you're presenting and certain ones don't like to my understanding you probably wouldn't do so well out here and I'm surprised that you did because you're very tall to my understanding the west coast guys are just smaller they just come in you know these little compact frames and they do very well out here so um in all reality I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to guess because I did I did plenty of that in 2013 I'll just show up in all reality when I feel like I'm dialed in. Quite frankly, I'll just walk on so stage. That, that's how you'll make your decision yep. is I'm going to train and when I'll I market it, it. Surprise. I mean, I'll mark, I'll market it to my fans and, you know, try to, you know, get them behind me. You know, I like when, you know, I have people in my corner. It's, it's good support for me. It, it helps me motivate through them too. Um, you guys, you know, when you guys cheer us on. Oh, it, I agree. hundred percent. You know, we do appreciate it. Some of the guys feel pompous and that they're above that, but I'll tell you right now, they're watching and looking and as much as they don't want to tell you, they appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I, I'm the same way, too. That's one of my favorite things about the Instagram and tracking progress and announcing, hey, I'm going to do this show is, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have that many people uh, supporting you and behind you. And I feel like, and I don't know if you feel the same way, too, when I kind of commit to that on there, you know. Then I you're said, really motivated. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. and I'm just, I, I don't know if it's the competitive side of me or just how I, just well, how you got I a shitload of people now who yeah. know, you know, what yeah. you, you yeah. just said. You can't be a bitch, and, right? And <laughs> I feel like that it really does uh, make me. <laughs> make me take it to the next level because I am I, I feel like there are all these people are watching because I said I'm going to do this and right. so um, I do I appreciate it I love it too so and I know that's cool that you're the same way Yeah. and that's I think we're uh, on the same page right now too because I've been asked also if am I going to compete this year and I plan to compete sometime this year and there's a show coming up possibly in six weeks but eh, we'll see how I look you know that's for me um, I, I want to bring I want to bring the best, especially if I'm going to go to a show which I've done before on the, over here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want to bring the best me and a lot of these judges I've ever seen. So yeah. I, I need I'll decide off of that. Well, you're the uh, you're uh, the mind pump athlete now, so now you got to fucking win, bro. <laughs> you better win. The yeah. pressure. Me and Justin I'll take gonna... your shirt off here. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, you that anymore. I did. Um, I did apply to you know be in the Arnold. I did send in my registration for that, and it didn't happen. I, they only picked what ten guys or nine guys for the Arnold for the physique for the first year. So. 
I was going to get motivated for that. This is you know? the first year? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know, I thought that would have been a really good spot. You know, I, I sent in my registration. Obviously, they picked uh, the winners, the, the current winners. And, you know, it was it was nothing. It was it was a shot in the dark just because I knew I didn't step on stage last year. So, you know, the people that are in the front, front of their eyes right now are the people that have been competing and winning and putting in their time in, which they should. So I should earn it again because just because I'm a pro and who I am in this industry, you still have to earn it. And, you know, I always just thought you can show up and you know, look the part and then hopefully that depicts where you are on stage. But sometimes it takes uh, doing a show or two just to make sure that they're like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you put your time in. But um, I will not be putting my time in. I've done plenty of that. So when I do show up, it's uh, either one and done or figure it out if, if that one goes Deal really well, there'll be another. Yeah. I, I got a question. So, um, Craig, you're a listener of the show. You've been listening to our episodes. And I know um, you said a couple times that we all just kind of agree with each other all the time. Yeah, I said they need me in this show because I was the one guy that no matter what, there was going to be three of them. I would not agree with someone in the show on, well, well, on a lot of things. Let's, and- talk about, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that a little bit. So what like, OK, so, you know, some of the things we've talked about in our episodes, what are some things where you're listening and you're like, motherfucker, I need to get on there and just <sighs> debate them or argue with them like what? let me here we, go. <laughs> here we go listen to this guy he's let's, like well, hold on, hold on, on. Wait, he's like let me pull my list out he's got, right he's got voice memos yeah, like we're ready go, to go we're gonna go one one at a time okay let's focus on one subject at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so starting with adam he trains oh, shit, he's he tra- break he, us all down he trains well you guys are all the same on this one for the most part no, you, okay, you're, you're probably right. the, but i'm just gonna go where he go goes. ahead go ahead aesthetics right he trains for aesthetics and it doesn't he doesn't the least did let me is this a quote I will go and do the least amount of work possible to achieve the best physique. I oh, can. yeah, that absolutely. Is exactly that is Adam for yeah. sure. Okay, so <laughs> that's his mentality. Sal's just, you know, he feels over the course of the years and science has given him the key to uh, the success here. So he, he, he uses that as complete, you know, an utter Bible to everything that yeah. he does. And certainly, you know, I'm, I'm referencing the fact the way they train in comparison to the way I train. It's it's night and day different. Justin as well. I think he was probably much like me early in his career, which I heard he, he made someone cry the other day. Yeah, or, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One day, or, uh, which, which you heard day? that episode, huh? Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, he trained probably like me, and then over the course of time, he was like, "Look, I got to get paid. I can't crush everyone." <laughs> right. So at the same point, but I think deep down, he actually likes training like me, which I is do. just kind of like the intensity. I yeah, do. you just push it. I mean, it, that was one of the episodes where I'm kind of the the oddball in this group where. You know, the training for me trumps just about everything. Um, that's ultimately what I'm after. It's it's the the juice that gets me going. And then, um, you know, everything else is a, is a trickle effect. And so, you know, other than these guys, you know, they kind of had their own ideas of it. Let me, let me see what else is out there. <laughs> So, well, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely stand by my thing because I, 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 I think when I was probably, you know, twenty three years old or whatever, with that in personal trainer, I was training like that too. I, I was, I mean, blasted in sweat when I left the gym. I mean, mm-hmm. crazy, dying, falling on the floor, like you know, red face, dizzy, and shit like that training. But uh, man, you know, now all I want to do is I want to be able to stand next to Craig on the beach, take my shirt off, and look faster than him. That's it. I mean, <laughs> and if some girl walks by and asks, you know, who bench presses, I'm just gonna lie and say I do more. So it doesn't really fucking matter. And if yeah. I look the part, then that's all that matters to me. <laughs> well, I, I think she'll notice first is your toenails. Right? <laughs> yeah. Craig, do you paint your toenails like Adam does? No, and I didn't even hear that episode. I have to go back and listen. To this it. guy, this guy doesn't just paint his toenails. He's got French tips. It's, he French tips. He's got yeah. manicure, like French manicure. You know, with the white. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? On his Don't defense, it's, on his it's, defense, it's a, they're hey, beautiful. Yeah, they are. It's a West Coast thing, bro. We'll get All you. Right. On. Don't worry. About it. I'll yeah. Take, okay. I'll, I'll take you. I won't be saying hella either. <laughs> um, but uh, does anybody say that anymore? This I, was something that I was going to uh, debate with you guys. Not a debate, just bring up. Might might be a topic. I don't know if um, if you guys want to cut and go to another episode or just no, let it roll. Yeah, no, let's we'll go. go. We'll go. Okay. How about? I mean, 
from talking about training, I've noticed as I'm getting older, I'm not uh, I'm just being more aware of the aches and pains and the in the constant, you know, um, problems that I'm having. Right. So as you get older, you don't the joints and everything else start to, um, you know, not be as elastic and not bounce back as fast as they probably once had. So um, I'm taking more precautions. Um, I'm not really wearing a belt anymore. Still, I just don't really believe too much in that unless I'm like really, really heavy with the weight. But I'm using wrist wraps and knee wraps right now. So I want to kind of see mm-hmm. where you guys feel on those because um, do they help hinder or, you know, uh, aid your performance to lift longer? Well, here's the thing with um, with wraps. Now, I'll, ta- I'll start with knee wraps because knee wraps are um, this. It's a little more clear with knee wraps with what with, with, with they do. So. They do help in the fact that they do increase compression around the joint, so the joint feels more secure. They're going to give you a little bit of an elastic effect at the bottom of a, of a lift, like a squat, so you're going to be a little stronger. However, the wrap, in order to do a wrap properly, you have to wrap it around the entire knee, so the ne- the wrap goes over the kneecap also. I'm sure you guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah. right. Now you've got this pressure on the kneecap pushing down on it while you're lifting with heavy weight, and so what ends up happening over time is you end up with an increased risk of what's called chondromalacia. And this is where the bottom of the kneecap starts to get frayed. Well, I would think too you should be grinding on the cartilage. Well, that's what that's what it is, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so the kneecap away on the cartilage. Right. So if you take off your kneecap, it kind of floats. The kneecap kind of floats on the fe- on the femur, if you will, and underneath it is um, this little fin, almost. It's like a little, it kind of comes down on a little peak, and that fits in a groove. And when you bend your knee, it slides in that groove. And this is what, and, the, and the lubrication of that is the cartilage and the synovial fluid and all that stuff. You're putting lots of pressure on that, and then you're squatting. If you do it occasionally, you're probably okay, but there's a lot of anecdote uh, over time from athletes who've used lots of knee wraps mm-hmm. to right. developing chondromalacia, which is that wearing down of that cartilage. Well, and this and this goes back to what we were just previously talking about. And I know I I, I kind of I guess make fun of myself too with the whole you know oh, I just want to look pretty and blah blah. No, you know at the end of the day too, I, I do care about functionality and, and performance to a point, but. That to me, in, I always in the gym or just in the yeah, yeah in life in general <laughs> always. So I just feel like uh, I always take that in consideration when program designing for myself is uh, as much as I would like to be able to say that I could do three hundred fifteen pound jump squats. Uh, the risk for reward for me for what I what I'm going to get from it, it's like mm. you know, it, it's just to me, it's not worth it because of the, those adverse facts. Same thing goes with like knee wraps and wearing a weight belt. It's not to say that I would totally not do it or never do it. Sure, maybe if mm-hmm. I would decide, hey, that one workout I'm going to yeah. do max load and I want to go to see see what I can squat today. You Let know, me I, just say oh, for the fans and, okay, and, and viewers because there is a camera here. You guys has, haven't seen that yet. Shh, um, don't anybody then, bro. We don't have pants. Don't <laughs> jump squat 315. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just don't do it. Put a caution um, out there. Don't jump squat 115 for most of you. <laughs> yeah. Forget the 315. Don't do any jump squat. Adam, Adam, Adam uh, nailed it. There's way more risk than reward for that exercise. Um, I was very careful. I just, it was a good day in the gym. I, I crushed 225 and I was like, well, let's just see what I could do. And it was kind of a personal bet against myself, just what I was able to achieve doing this exercise. And, you know, I, I hit the mark that I wanted. Uh, I did it pretty well. However, after doing it, you know, in retrospect, looking back, I said, a lot of things could have went wrong and uh, it wouldn't have been worth it. And it would have been really silly if I got hurt doing that exercise for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, jump squats do have their place. They, they are a really good rate exercise. Um, I actually do them jumping up and de- up straight up and vertical and forward. As you guys see me do mm-hmm. the frog leaps before the football show, you know, and I think they're a great exercise. However, just be smart, work your way up with the weights and uh, do it that way. Well, not, not all aid, not all aids are the same though. Right. I mean, a belt is, right. is going to increase core stability. It just changes core stability. First of yeah. all, it increases it. Uh, wrist wraps 
will help support your wrist. And I want to ask you, I was going to bring this up also. Um, there's really two types of pain that you can kind of break down with, with, with exercise. You have your acute pain, which is an injury. So like I hurt myself, therefore I have to wrap my ankle. Right. And then there's chronic pain, which happens over time. Yeah. And this many times muscle related. is muscle muscle imbalance mm-hmm. related. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if your wrists are bothering you, perhaps uh, really effective soft tissue work mm-hmm. might help. Um, you know, myofascial release. Now I, I was going to bring up that, that point. Just I mean, as far as like you know, as you age, and, and I'm 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 35. You know, Sal's 35, and. You know, Adam's right 36. around there. Dude, he's 40. Bro. Are you serious? I just had a birthday, 36. You old, Dude, old yeah. man. 40. I know. Thank you. I'm the one with all the gray hairs, too. Yeah. What's up with that? I color mine. Oh, yeah. Good thinking. Have you found a gray pube yet? <laughs> gray pube? Yeah. yeah. That's fucked I up. Th- I plucked it right away. Oh, that God. is fucked up, bro. Dude, I had that to look forward to. I was not that's okay. That's going to mess me up. But that's happening in a few years, bro. 35. That's wrong with you. First of all, you know you don't get them. First of all, Adam, don't lie, bro. You have no pubes. I guarantee you wax the shit. You know what? No, landscape. Yeah, exactly. He waxes before he ever like sees it. Let's you don't. Be honest. You, you get waxed. It's like it's like uh, astroturf size. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, <laughs> it's it's still it's there. It's just a little more functional. It's like than, you could putt on it. Then, kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like a putting uh, green. Very it good. Ma- it makes well, a, bit, a bit fast. That's probably a better putting analogy. green. It, more like a padding. It, it makes it anyway. What I was talking about, right? So we're talking about like aging, and so the mentality there shifts completely. And so for me. You know, I, I definitely like you mentioned before. I, I I'm with you on the the high intensity workouts. Like it, I've played sports since I can't even tell you when, and I've played multiple sports: rugby, basketball, baseball, you know, soccer, even. And um, I just I just love to work my ass off. And uh, for me, I noticed around like maybe say thirty, where where things started to change. And I don't know if this is just over time, all the trauma and all these like little things that you know accumulated. Uh, to where uh, my body wasn't performing the same and I had the little aches and pains. And so I, I really started creating a ritual for myself. And so this is something that I spent a lot more time on um, and was not as bashful about. So that's something that um, a warm up for most people, if you're going to ask them if you're going to go work out, like how often would you say you, you do it like a full 10, 15 minute warm up? What's with that? self-myofascial yeah. release yeah what's, and like dynamic yeah. stretch yeah, yeah exactly point. i probably need to do much more oh shit bro sure. well i'm not i'm not not like trying to call you out i'm just saying that like my mentality no, towards right, that though. completely shifted yeah and uh it had to i bought just um, because i bought a, a good uh massage package when i came out here just because i was gonna say you know let me see if i can change my shape a little bit or just the rehab that i'm getting by just getting cons- constant massages i think you guys mentioned this in a, in a recent episode yeah, about but um you know i i bought like a package of 50 just because i was saying i want to see if i can you know get someone to do some deep tissue in there you know release some muscle fibers that mm-hmm. and maybe activate that and that would be actually a way to build muscle you know while i'm you know because it's so many years you've been training i've been training more than 20 years you have to get a little bit creative and you got to find different things that are going to work you you cannot continue to just build muscle cool. the same way for the forever so your body has to basically be get introduced to new things well, otherwise bro, I, it will I'm, t- I'm telling you right now uh 15 to 20 minutes of proper foam rolling will change your life oh yeah i, yep. I swear to god before you work Absolutely. out i spend 20 minutes on a foam roller and then i stretch for another 10 minutes before all of my my major workouts so right, but let's, let's say some he just brought something up which i know th- that he touched on but he he foam rolls and he stretches, which for me 
that would be a sin in a way because I'm going for maximum weight and performance. And so by me stretching, you know, it's what is supposed to well, not di- make you as strong. Different right? types there's of different stretching. Types of stretching. Yeah. We talked about this in one of our episodes. I don't know if we released this or not, but there's, uh, you know, you when you hold like a corrective stretch where you hold for uh, 15 plus seconds, mm-hmm. uh, then then the Golgi tendon is released and then your body does relax like that and that would be uh, the opposite of what you want to do right. before you go right into a right. lift. Mm-hmm. But you can do like an active stretch or a dynamic flexibility. I do, dyna- I do dynamic warm-ups. Yeah. Right, so right, I right. do that. That's what I would right. do. Yes. So, 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 so foam roll, do something like that. Now, well, now correctional stretching, however... Let's say you're doing a lift and you have a really tight muscle. Yeah, that's, the opposing one. That yeah, that is messing up your form. Yes. Then you would do a correctional stretch for that particular area. Now for me, I'm just tight. I'm just tight, and so it's actually hard for me to get depth on squats mm-hmm. unless I do correctional stretching. Oh, so I have to, I have to before so, squatting. And if I if I don't, um, forget about being stronger because I can't get proper depth. And if I try to push that depth, my form breaks down. I get hurt. So that's 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 on in, on an individual basis sure. definitely, but yeah, I, foam rolling will change your life. I swear it, to God, if you it, do it right, it will change your it'll, life. It'll it's so that's I'm gonna piggyback off of that because I have a personal story of you know I played basketball for most of my life. I played other sports, but I, I stuck with basketball all the way up until almost thirty years old. I, I played on a regular basis, and by regular I mean at least several times a week. Um, I played in like intramural league shit like that. And as I started to get older, um, I started to notice my knees. My knees extremely uh, achy, and I even noticed a little bit of fluid and swelling going on with them. And I'm like, oh man, I just, I'm losing it. And I was always thinking to myself, like, God, you know, I always attributed, like, maybe I'm just not in the, uh, good enough shape. And so I train harder and I'd be going that right. And of course, I used to preach because I know how important stretching is, but I never, it had not hit me yet. It hadn't hit to a point where I needed to until this point. And I thought, you know what? maybe I should foam roll before I play ball. Let me see what happens when I really open up everything and see if I can notice a difference. Holy shit. Like the first time, the the very, very first time I did it, I noticed like a, literally I would say 60 to 70% increase in my performance. The first, the very, just by the very first time because of how fucked up my IT was, my hamstrings, everything was knotted up in tights and adhesions all built on it for years and years and years of banging, you know, contracting, contracting and banging it up and never addressing, addressing it. And it finally caught up to me to a point where it started to stress all, started stressing all my ligaments, joints and stuff. So once I did that, I mean, it, and it didn't make me a hundred percent better, but boy, did it make a huge difference. So yeah, um, I'd probably have to uh, go hire a personal trainer just to make me do it. Quite frankly, it's one yeah. of those things having someone hold you accountable. Yeah. Personal trainers are great for that shit, right? I it's, doubt it's, it. It's dude. boring. It's, it's it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It I doesn't love, feel good. But watch your mentality with it, though. If you treat it like it's part of the workout, like yeah. you, it becomes ritual. Yeah, that's what happened with me because I'm the same mentality. I don't I, honestly, if I had a trainer tell me to do that, I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> well, I, I, I also, can go to hell. I also think that no, I would just have him just for the 15 second sessions. I wouldn't, you know, oh, right, right, right. trainer. Well, I, I, just I, saying, think, I, think I would need him to stretch me. That's all. I think that's a really good point. What Justin says, I actually think for that reason, knowing you, I think you would really dig it because I think you would get into receiving. You dive into that. Pain. Well, because I think you would also see what uh, your oh, performance oh, start your to performance go up. Would your performance would yeah. start going up, and I think that would encourage you more, and you get do, more excited. about Do you it. want to know who uh, inspires me today? Like when I look around on social media and these other things. It's um, it's these guys that are doing something other than lifting all the time. Like there's a, a calisthenics oh, the, channel. Oh, the guys? There's for me, it's something I cannot do. So I'm not I'm not wowed by something I can do. I think know? it's neat. I think it's I neat. can't do a muscle up. How embarrassing is that? That's, not, that's, by, not, embarrassing, that's not embarrassing. I'm that's not embarrassing. sponsored by these companies. You're not a gymnast, dude. But the point the point of the story <laughs> is I can do these you, things. You so these could if you yeah, practice, it goes back. Yeah. See, that goes back to your, me, that goes so back to your are, athletic mentality again. I mean, to me, like uh, <laughs> you could do a thousand uh, one arm bounce, swingy, fucking monkey things. <laughs> 
and I could give two shits. But the fact that you could jump squat three fifteen, that's way more impressive yeah. to me. Because I just think that's way cooler. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. So I know you might, so, you might be seeing some new crazy things out of oh, me. Dude, but do, again. do not please do not. Dude, okay. can we talk about social media? Yeah. No, here? no, no. Can like, we talk a little bit about calisthenics? No, that's a great, I'll probably that's, start fighting again. That's actually, a, that's a great. Uh, if I go to that UFC gym, I'll probably cool. start getting into that's that. Calisthenics. All right, whatever. I'm okay. Here, okay. So this was on this was on Yahoo News a couple months back actually, and they say that in 2015 that is one of, that'll be one it's of the gonna be like the most popular yes thing. That's what, gonna, what is calisthenics yeah. calisthenics is going to be the number one trick of me so and you know me weight. and us i'm like anytime something gets over general hyped we, yeah, we take I wanna, them down. yeah i want to smash you i want to <laughs> smash you in the face because it's fucking cool it's great there, there's a lot of great things about it taking the body through full range of motion and the flexibility and being able to control your own body weight and blah blah blah, blah, blah and all that other cool stuff and it's really cool so is lock popping it's even cooler right? if you can do it in vegas while you're drunk and walk on your hands and do push-up handstands before you fall in the pool in front of a bunch of girls because it's guaranteed to get you some ass. So those reasons, I think it's really, really cool. <laughs> he's tried this out already. No, <laughs> absolutely, I have. I have. For, 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 seriously, he's, for all, all, he's all, that's why it's cool. He's I, this, and with painted toenails, he, bitch. Dude, I tell you what, you know I've always got stories like this. So this is another true story in Vegas. I watched this happen. We're all, we're all down by the pool and this dude comes walking down and uh, he literally, maybe, I don't know, it was probably 20 yards away from the pool, just right from just walking casually and normally and stuff like that, he like sets his drink down on, on this little bar thing as he's walking by, and he just goes right into a hand, handstand and it, walking on his hands. <laughs> so he's peacocking. Towards, towards, oh, totally. To, towards the pool, he gets to the edge of the pool. And you should just, have pulled it like his shorts and then, off. And then he, re- then he starts repping out shoulder presses, dude. Oh, what? man. And then he falls into the pool. All oh. the chicks, bro. Ah! I was like, damn, dude. I went to the gym after that. I was practicing that for like maybe like three. Fuck, this is hard, dude. I'm not flexible enough. I ain't got the bro, balance. Bro, bro, that's, said, that's it. nothing, bro. I you know, can... I said, you know, I said, I said, forget. I'll just pay my toes. Listen, bro. That's, <laughs> I can do yeah, that. That's works, man. Yeah, but can you do a handstand upside down like I can? <laughs> no. <laughs> a handstand upside down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can do that pretty good. Boom, actually. right yeah. now. So yeah, there, I think it's got its place. Um, I think it's neat. I think uh, incorporating it into a strength training and uh, weightlifting routine would be cool to do. Um, I'm not. I'm not for it. For you just can't. There's. Uh, you can't be completely balanced. You know, because there's certain things that you can do pulling wise uh, as far as uh, resistance and, and doing that versus. Well, I mean, it, it's basically not, you it's, say neato, huh? right? You well, just say neato. That looks yeah. neato. <laughs> neato, yeah, it's yeah. neat. It's well, nice. it's I mean, neat. it's not as versatile. Like, there's a l- most people working out can't do most body weight exercises, so then they can't fucking work out. Like, there's a lot of clients I get that can't even do a push up off their knees, but they can lay on a bench, and I can hand them two five pound dumbbells, and they can do presses, right? Yeah. Um, most people can't do a pull up, yeah. so what are they going to do? You know, even a body row they can't do. So, so calisthenics, there's definitely some. Some pluses, but for most people, because you're limited to what you can and can't do, you end up with like four exercises, and that's all you do. I think, uh, and you get imbalanced. Maybe, well, talk- maybe I mislabel calisthenics. I'm not talking about just amateur moves like that. Right? I'm talking no, about no, some I was going to bring that. Up yeah, too, some yeah. of these guys doing some very impressive like, things. Online. Oh yeah, crazy! I, I don't even shit. have a handle to give you. I wish I did. I'll yeah, give you one on here. Look up uh, Tori Fitness. He Tori uh, Tori does a cool ass. Uh, like a muscle up version, but he he shoots up on a pull up and actually claps his hands behind his back and catches back up and then goes into muscle ups and does some cool. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. The problem is I'm 5'10", 233 or two twenty eight today. I usually sit around two thirty when I'm kind of just maintaining. Yeah, you're, um, dude, you don't you're have not meant, so you're not meant to do muscle. Yeah, you're yeah. not meant so for it, bro. I learned I, that. I would quickly. have to be ridiculously upper body strong to just throw that around like that. Some of these guys are, you know really strong upper body but they just don't weigh a whole lot they're they're like hollow 
Yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of guys that are my height that are 30 pounds, 20 pounds lighter than me that probably look the same as me. But the, I swear to God, they just don't have any organs or something inside. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but yeah. I don't but know where it went. At the end of the day, it's got to be what, what you enjoy. You know what you well, enjoy. let them have that is all I got to say. You know what I mean? Like if they're if they're body, you can't type have everything. That, bro. Yeah. You can't have everything. Dude. But you can if try. they're good at that, you know, you just clap for them. You say, hey, awesome. You know. And then you do what you're fucking awesome at and you make yourself even more awesome. Yeah, but run through some walls. That's something you'd be good at. Yeah, run through some walls. Be, and that would be true. impressive. Put that on YouTube. <laughs> I can just run through some fucking plaster and two by fours, bro. That, well, a lot of guys not, can do that. I'm not and doing that was... it for the, to impress anyone. I'm trying to impress myself. It's well, that'd be pretty of, impressive. It's for one of these things. As you, as you travel through life, you just look for moti- your own motivations and what you're, what you're now into. You know, I've sort of read. Well, I, I hey, used bro. to read. Now I'm just too damn busy to read, but at the same point, I'm listening to either Mind Pump on the radio on the way into work, or I'm listening to some kind of an audio book. So higher learning is definitely something that's on my agenda as I become more of a business professional. So. Awesome. Pick up Bikram yoga or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what's good for if you're tight as fuck? Yin yoga. Yin. Yin, what's that? Yin yoga. So you, so you guys from have you guys done yoga before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know the vinyasa flow where you go from like warrior pose, sun salutation, do the whole thing. Okay. Yin yoga. You're on the floor. You get in these poses and you hold these stretches for like two minutes. Oh, hell with that. Oh, hell with that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, if you're tight as hell, it is the oh, best I thing bet. you've ever done. It is the best thing. So I, I took like four classes. The problem is, is that the place that I went to, and I'm not going to name names, was so pretentious. It was incredible. So here I am. I walk in and I'm not a massive dude. But for a person taking yoga, yeah. I'm fucking Dorian Yates. Yeah. So I walk in there and everybody's looking at me like, who's this guy? Like you don't belong there. Yeah. yeah. So the pretentiousness. That's how just, I felt that way in a class too. It was so stupid. Like, you know, I'll accept anybody into my gym, you know, come work out, whatever. But, you know, I went to this yoga studio and the pretentiousness was just, it was so thick, man. It was like, it was like going to Whole Foods, but times a trillion, <laughs> you know? You know, the guy at Whole Foods helps you and he's got the freaking big, you know, hoop ears and you know, he's he's got a hemp bag around. <laughs> what is that? He what? looks like he needs to eat some what? protein, and then he and he looks at you funny because you didn't take the shit out of your basket. It's yeah. like, listen, I'll put you in my pocket right now and walk outside. That's how. <laughs> why is that? That, never hap- that actually why, happened to me. Why is it about Whole Foods? Yeah, I this is all the gauge specific demographic yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I listen. I I dig people like that, right? But when you're like a pretentious jerk, like you know, you're totally better than everybody else because of yeah, because yeah. you drive a Prius, but your mom and dad bought it for you, and you you know, come on, yeah, yeah get the fuck out of here. <laughs> my carbon footprint is lower than your. Well, my footprint on your ass is huge. So, <laughs> so awesome. Uh, anything else about any of our other episodes? So basically, you're you're different in terms of your training mentality because you're so intense. That was there's plenty, man. I mean, you guys. What about the what about food intake? Because we talked about fasting. Well, we were all different on that. You guys went all over the board. We haven't released that one. You know what though? You tried fasting for the was it the first time? Yeah, not that long ago. What did you think? The first 24 or 48 were the hardest, and then it got better. I think I did three. I didn't make it past three days though. Um, I was just so caught off guard from a shoot. um, Basically, Cellucor had um, asked me um, to shoot and they gave me like a week. It was one of those things where I just, it was middle of middle of me posting a picture on social media, be like, let's bulk, who's with me kind of thing. So I'm just beasting it up in the gym and just crushing food. <laughs> like, hey, guess what? You're going to take your clothes off, take some shots here. And so they call me Shit. up and they go, we're going to do the G4 trailer in Tulsa. Uh, let's go. Uh, next week. Say what? Next week, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reverse the spigot. Let's let's figure out how to do this. So I, I took fasting up for like two or three days just to see if uh, it would kickstart anything. And it didn't for me. I mean, it wasn't crazy bad. I thought that I would be completely miserable because I'm kind of like, you know, one of these guys that, you know, 
used, I don't I haven't counted macros in a while, but I would be very, you know, much more like Adam where I'm going to count everything up, probably portion out my meals in different things because that's what worked the best for me. Um, and certainly the amount of intake that I need to have, I can't just do it in two to three meals. So, you know, certainly six plus is, is something, you know, that I would be doing. So, um, fasting was like a complete enigma to me. And I was like, man, I'm going to lose all this, this, I'm going to lose all my muscle. I'm going to lose all this. So all these psychological things were going on in my head and, and none of it happened. I mean, I lost a few pounds just straight from not eating. And, you know, obviously I was drinking water and everything, but, um, were you taking any amino acids to prevent? I did. I did. Okay. I did. Um, you know, I was taking uh, alpha amino with cellucor, those things are pretty good, but, um, it, it wasn't as bad as I, as I ever imagined. And I wouldn't be opposed to doing it again. Just, you know, I know, um, Adam and, and Justin and Sal, you know, you guys all have an extensive background, you know, in the industry. I'm not sure how many guys have tried different diets. I know Adam's done a lot. Uh, I know you studied a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know specifically how many you've tried Justin. I'm not really sure where you're at, but I have been more, um, not an if, if it fits your macros, but I would be more flexible dieting. I would say that's much more where mm-hmm. I'm at in flexible, meaning that, you know, I'll eat probably 80 to 90% really clean. And there's 10% that I just, just whatever mm-hmm. it is, what it is, it's going to help me stay satiated and uh, basically allow me to, you know, be good on my diet with the main part of what I'm eating. See that, and that's the way that if you fit your Mac, if it fits your macros should be yeah, absolutely is I, like I that. Think, I think that's where him and I are very similar. Yeah, I think but, we, but, we eat very but see, similar. that's legit. That's legit. I think our, our problem is with <clears> these dudes that are like, that's all, they don't give a shit what they eat all the time. Right. Yeah. And they post pictures of, shitty food all the time and saying it fits my macros you know what's funny you guys ever look at their pictures on instagram what these guys look like yeah they're never, never nine out of ten of them look like yeah. shit did they go on your post recently and be like thanks for mentioning us or something like if i i if i am on some like someone oh, did yeah. it and i almost wanted to retort you didn't fucking start that concept like a yeah. you know it was one of those <laughs> things like said. you're just a social media handle like i kind of took offense like that they were giving hey thanks for using our our hashtag you didn't start that. It's just a concept. Yeah. You no, know you know, I mean? you know what it is. I think it was a robo response. I think there's like they have programs that uh, will will yeah. sense a hashtag because we got we've had some funny ones with well, that. Actually. We have because we CrossFit we, involved. We too. had our CrossFit episodes, which was they weren't nest. They weren't. They weren't very nice to CrossFit. Let's just say that. And then we had people coming on. Hey, thanks for you know yeah. whatever. You know, it's nice to see more CrossFit athletes. It's like you obviously didn't listen. <laughs> try our yeah. program. Yeah. yeah, you obviously didn't listen to our episode. Like, oh yeah, I will try your program. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Please take our detox tea. You know, get one of those. I'm like, oh, let me just tag Adam and uh, yeah, we, Justin we on this and, I, and let's you know, rip them an asshole. I, I think Craig and I are pretty similar uh, how we died. I mean, uh, maybe I have done a, a few. I've I've experimented with a lot. Uh, a lot of different uh, things, and that's why too I like to keep these guys honest because, uh, especially Sal, because I know Sal has his is once to twice a day he eats and hundred uh, percent back him up on the science behind it. But like Craig, I would say that it just doesn't work as well for me because I battle with the overeating, the cravings, and this and that, and I find it easier to actually be that neurotic person to who, abstain, yeah, to carry who carries a majority of his meals around, and I won't, uh, I don't have to lug my. You know, my six pack bag everywhere I go and stuff like you that. You did today. No, it's, it's in a duffel bag over there. Yeah, Here, here's There's one like three you guys. Full of- <laughs> yeah, two meals. Yeah, I got two meals in there. One, one thing you guys brought up was the uh, RDA for uh, protein. That's Ooh, something that, that's a very good one. You know, I, I actually had um, kind of a de- not a debate, but uh, some article that was out there that was talking about how you could only ingest around 35 grams of protein or something like nah, that. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I know, but yeah. this is what. That's you know, what doctor, I had told you were just what a doctor the, the and these thing. other people are preaching. This was actually on bodybuilding.com, which, you know, obviously everything in there is, you know, coming from the author. Mm-hmm. So it could be skewed to whatever knowledge that they currently have. But at the same point, 
I was just curious to see what you had to say about it and, and Justin um, and Adam as well with just that fact. I know you guys, you know, you like your protein close to like what 0.75 per of a body mm-hmm. weight or something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I run it a little higher. It's just the way I have. And it's it's not anything particular that I researched from science. It's just the way my body breaks th- breaks it down and what I've been uh, used to over the course of the years and maybe call me a creature or a habit. That's kind of the way I've done it. And I've actually had diets where I've, you know, been up to one and a half to two grams at point. And maybe I could have done it better. And I'm never opposed to saying that I didn't know everything I was talking about. But I do have that applied, you know, you know, science from going through the whole motions of well, dieting. What, what would you say and you average now? Like, because um, you said you've tried one between, and a half to two between grams. Between one and one and a half now. One and a half. So, so here's the Cl- thing. Closer to one and a quarter. So here's the thing. That is not, yeah, it's not extreme. Not at all. It's no, perfect. no it's because fine. there's guys that are preaching. It's over, but it's not this ridiculous. Is what, this is what supplement companies will say. Well, Minimum. Say like we said, burn victims and bodybuilders yeah. well, what, what, range what, anyway. What will they say? What, what do the supplement uh, companies say? Minimum one gram per pound. As if that's like the, like this is this is if you just don't want to fucking lose muscle. You know, in other words, more is much better, which is not, that's not true. Not I mean, you know. Well, you just think of it this way. Where, where did it, why did it become so clean? Why one gram per pound? There's obviously got to be some, some well, kind of e- calculation. Because the real true RDA was, was, okay. Half. Yeah. Well, it was point, it was 0.75 per lean body mass. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so point, subtract fat. Yes. Right. So but point, again, it's just too clean. Give me like a 0.667589357. Oh, I see what number, you're saying. You know no, I mean? it's, like, it's, it's, there's a, a number out there. It's not quarter. It's not 50. It's oh, not half. It's I not think, one. I actually think it's 0.73. But the point, that, yeah. if that would make me feel better, just because yeah, I believe, you know what I mean, I, no, <laughs> it's I, I, not I, a quarter, I, it's not fifty, it's not a hundred. I, 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 right yeah, now. no, and I believe I'm rounding. Well, it also, uh, it every that the reason you 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 could never give it a point seven three six five four two because every human being is a little bit different, so they can't. Uh, we we all we all are going to convert and 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 mm-hmm. utilize it sure. differently. And that was the argument I was going to try to bring up to you know saying you can ingest thirty five grams of protein per sitting. But how do you how do you gauge that person? Is that a a hundred foot pound woman or excuse me a hundred a hundred pound woman who's five feet versus a, yes, a six foot right. three hundred pound man? How are you? How are they going to be related totally on the different. same thing? Yeah. Totally so, different. So I mean that blows you, that argument right out of the water. You're right, and here's how you know it's bullshit. Okay, if if it was the if it was the case where you could eat over that and your body's not going to absorb it, then why don't we all just fucking pig out? And then we'll just stay lean because we're only going to absorb thirty five grams of protein, this many grams of fat, and this many grams of carbs. Yeah, we know it's bullshit. That's baloney. When you eat it, listen, if you're going to eat too much to where your body can't absorb it, guess what happens? You throw up. Yeah, you puke or you shit yourself. So the, the, the reality is that that number is some arbitrary, strange number that they came up with. And, and what's funny is when they, they come up with these numbers, and I don't think this was an RDA. I don't think the RDA said 35 per sitting. I think that was supplement companies again. And if you look at supplement uh, supplements like protein powders and bars and whatever, how many grams of protein does the average one have, the high-protein ones? The high ones? Bars? Around 30, 35. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So isn't it convenient? Yeah. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. So no, it's baloney. It's 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 not true at all. You can absorb way more protein than that. Um, less protein is fine too if you're eating, you know, if, if, if it's working with you. We, can, um, we can't call out companies, right, for the most part. I was just we, that. we can <laughs> we, we can. <laughs> you're looking asking, at us asking. for that finally here comes the squirming a little bit <laughs> here, here, write it write it um, down somewhere it has nothing, to do, with, it has nothing no. to do with supplement company it's it's more just or less I was, I was in a, a coffee shop that has a protein pack or protein snack pack there's no protein in that thing it's it's like the the smallest macro of the bunch oh like, that's, 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 that's a Starbucks star? like yeah, 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 Starbucks yeah, yeah. Exactly oh dude I just said it yeah, that's what yeah, I referenced yeah bro it's cause he had an amazing <laughs> I was like gonna start like miming it like, oh no I, no, would, no I was just in this I did this I've seen, you know what I'm calling somewhere. him out because I've seen it before and, it, and, I, and I remember one time oh this is yeah, great I could get and I'm like flipping around I'm like 
No, no, no. It's <laughs> don't like, call it's it protein. Like one, it's like one egg, five almonds, and a piece of cheese, yeah. and then some fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit. Eight grams of protein. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what I was getting at. I'll buy, I'll buy five, please. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of there's a lot of information. Actually, Sal sent over. Uh, so that was ironic. You brought that up. He just sent a, a message. God, it was just what, yesterday, the day before, with the protein and all the studies that are coming out yeah. on that. Yeah. There's a lot of really good uh, information there on because there's a lot of things that factor in: male, female, uh, height, weight, uh, activity level. Are you an endurance athlete? Are you, you know, and that's so hard to gauge. Like how, you know, yeah. I, the way you train. I mean, I would argue that you could, you know, you would be like an endurance athlete as hard as you push the body and stuff like that. You mean in comparison to what maybe they categorize as just a, you know, your, you know, average person who works out. So like mm-hmm. that, you know. Well, here- I think you're in a, for, a, you know, and I guess. Uh, uh, an easy way to answer it. I think if you're anywhere, my this is my opinion. Okay, so I'll, I'll let everyone else uh, either debate this or agree. Is if you're anywhere between 0.7 to 0.75 ish uh, per lean body mass to one, you're you're plenty good. And one to quarter, one and five is you're definitely overdoing it. But it, I mean, you're doing it, overdoing it by such a minimal amount yeah, that it's, see, I would yeah. I would want to diet under just to just to see the effects. Yeah, you know, it's, I think you should. It's think, one of those things where you know, again, I don't know everything in this industry, and I and I before I preach it, I'm going to try it. So mm-hmm. you know, I would like to see having more. Um, you know, carbs I, and, I, and, fats and yeah, in my for diet, the most if part, it's, if it's going to be beneficial. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, like if you it. Like most people I, I know is are probably over consuming protein. Like, right. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I, most people in, uh, in our industry, most fitness people. Yeah, no, I'm most talking fitness. about yes. fitness people. Yeah, you're yes. right. Because yeah. if you travel anywhere, any continental breakfast is all carbs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, part. absolutely. Yeah. Average person is extremely under eating, which is ironic, right? The average person is extremely under eating protein. The average athlete is well. Did over? Did you know for for countries, Americans consume more protein than almost any other country? Yeah, one point five eggs per yeah, person. A, yeah, it's a, a lot. So yeah, yeah, I heard this morning. Actually, oh. 1.5 eggs this morning. Yeah. Oh. Listen to the same show. So, well, so, <laughs> so here, you know. Yeah, I gave that statistic already. So with, with, with protein. Oh, with, is that you guys? Yeah. Oh, uh, that yeah, was our my dumb show. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was listening on the radio. It was you guys. No, I'm that narcissistic, bro. I listen to myself in my car. <laughs> Dude, you just gave us away. I right know, bro. I, I drive around and I listen to myself. Fuck you, okay? That's really funny that it was you. had a radio stuff. show. We're just circulating our too. own information. <laughs> oh, shit. Quote yourselves. You don't realize it. That's bad. <laughs> I quote myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.